Hi, I'm Holly. And I'm Danielle. And welcome back to the Spooky Hour. Hi, friends. We took like an no extended songs today. leave. No. Honestly, I think we needed it. <laughs> I think the I summer like, was still need it. <laughs> it was brutal. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Um, but thanks for being patient with us. We got a few comments and messages saying that you missed us. And I was like, wow, the people like us. They really like us. <laughs> they really like me. <laughs> but yeah, we had but like we a are back. crazy summer. It was a crazy summer. We had a lot of like events back to back. There was mm-hmm. some like health things going on. Yeah, Riv had was... surgery. I won't go. Yeah, into I didn't know how much good. you wanted to get into it. Yeah, yeah. he's good. Um, he's yeah. good. But like recovery time, mental break time. We had like it was birthday party, engagement party, and then something else I'm forgetting. All like back to back to back to back. So thank you for your patience. Sometimes yeah. life gets in the way. Um, like all the time, life gets in the way. I, I don't want to be doing life. I want to be like living in a forest somewhere. But here we are. <laughs> and like work is like, I don't know. But oh fuck! Like if it's a disaster. Like this week, like it's so mentally draining. It's just a disaster. That's the worst part. Is like, yes, we have like quote unquote desk jobs, but the like brain power we have to use to yeah. deal with people and like excel and like spread i i log off every day and immediately go lay down now because i'm just like yeah my favorite thing in the world is training somebody new on my job and them saying it's too much work for one person and then my mom my boss <laughs> like, huh? i'm like wow hmm and yet here we have one person doing it yeah and it's like i love my job and it's great and I do it well, but like pay me more, (laughs) like pay me right now. But yeah, we're back. It's, it's spooky season. It's September 14th, but it's fucking spooky season. Yeah. I can get a pumpkin spice latte if I want to. Holy fuck. It's already September 14th. Bro, I know. I don't know what happened. My sister this morning asked me to go apple picking with her one of the days. And I was like, looking at the calendar, I'm like, well, how's October 30th sound? Right? Like... (laughs) I'm, like, literally busy every... Well, that's a lie. I'm not busy this weekend or next weekend. No, well, yeah, next, next weekend I have, next like, Next weekend you're busy. Oh, fuck, yeah, the wedding. Fuck. Yeah. And okay. the weekend after that, we're trying to finally schedule a date because yeah. we can't fucking get our shit together. Literally. The weekend after that is... Your birthday. Thanksgiving slash my birthday. I was gonna just skim over that a little bit. No, it's her birthday, um. October 7th. <laughs> October 7th, everybody. Remember that date? Right 1999. October 7th, 1999. <laughs> Ew, you little toddler. No. <laughs> She's way older than that. She's a vampire. She's born in 1934. Oh my god, stop it. The skin um, of a killer, Bella. We're going... We're already so fucking off topic, but this you made me think of something. So we had uh, summer students at my work, so they're like co-op students uh, just on contract for a couple months, and I was talking to one of the kids one of the kids the kids. kids i'm gonna emphasize kids um and it turns out we went to the same high school and oh, he's like gosh. oh my god i'm gonna go back and look for you in the hallway no. and i was like yeah i was like one of the first few graduating years like we were only like the fourth graduating year or something yeah, like no, that I think we were the third and he's like how old are you and i was like what do you mean yeah and he's like I forget how we came onto this subject but basically he's like i was not alive when 9 11 happened and i was like i had never met somebody who was not alive at that time and i was like you're not real like that doesn't make sense to me he's like what's (laughs) 9-11 he's 
the worst part is he was 20 he was like 20 i hate that i hate that just in the sense because we're so old (laughs) we're so old i was talking to Stuart. that was hands down the oldest i've ever felt in my life was that moment yeah i was talking to Stu the other day about high school and i'm like we've been out of high school for like 13 years bro my first year of college popped up in my facebook memories and it was 12 years ago and i was like i'm going to get botox yeah right right now now. (laughs) um that's so gross because i don't feel that old like i mean i feel no like i'm like i'm still like i can go physically old yeah and i feel like in terms of like our personality and stuff like we haven't matured changed a whole lot (laughs) i I, okay i was gonna say we've matured a little bit but not a hundred percent but and like also we're still friends which i think is another weird thing so it's like you've been a constant in my life since high school so it feels like nothing has changed really but like we're fucking 30 bro yeah like Like when you talk about high school i'm like that was like a couple years ago that was literally yeah like two Mm. years ago no (laughs) like emma told me the other day she's like i'm turning 25 this year i'm like no you aren't not that doesn't make sense i'm like i'm 25 (laughs) like what are you i remember when emma drove us somewhere for the first time like it's weird getting driven around by a 10 year old like (laughs) right (laughs) when did you get your license (laughs) we were talking about uh high school this was a while ago and uh i was saying how our high school's new and carl's like your high school's not fucking new it's like old as shit i'm like it's brand new like i was like the fourth graduating year and he's like yeah holly that was like 20 years ago i was like you shut the fuck up fuck right, right now yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. like it okay. was 20 years ago <laughs> me and emma were talking about this is so funny like jurassic world like when it came out like and the um, newer one the newer one with like chris pratt newer? and stuff yeah. yeah and i was like well, I'm like, that only came out like a couple years ago, right? I'm like, what year did it come out? We looked it up. 2015. In two years, that movie's going to be 10 years old. Oh my God. I thought you were going to say 2017. Ooh, no. I hate that. Right? I hate that. Nothing makes sense anymore. Time has no meaning. It's just, it's gone. It's like, and the sweater I'm wearing, it looks like I have like grandma boobs. Like, do you see that? <laughs> so do i in all fairness yes like (laughs) i think that's just not wearing a bra like what is this i look like my like my my dad's mom like her boobs like dragged on the floor oh my god (laughs) oh i'm done aren't you guys glad we're back (laughs) this is brutal i don't like this can we get off like facetime like i don't Okay, Ugh. we're we're calling this an episode. Stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. Bye, guys. I got my roof done though. I'm better news. Oh, okay. Yeah, good news. Roof is done. But I had to pay a lot of uh, money for it. But it's fine. It's fine. It's like I said. It's not gonna blow away in a storm. Now you're good. But like the funniest thing um, It won't thing collapse happened. in the snow. So like the guy, we have like cameras in our house, right? Um, we're I'm in the basement because I'm working, and Kylo's like staring out the back door at these two guys that are out back or whatever and we have like a camera and i ended up looking at it later and like one guy was like oh he's so cute like talking about thinking kyle's a dude and the other guy's like yeah i want to pet that dog he's like i'd pet the shit out of that dog (laughs) and it was like the funniest fucking thing (laughs) it's one of those like you'd find it on uh what do the kids use now the tiktoks the tiktok like a tiktok the tiktoks the tiktok uh like i thought thought it was funny I thought I was like pissing. I almost literally pissed myself. (laughs) You should have let her out. (laughs) She would have like ate them. She kept barking at them. She was not being. She's all bark and no bite though. She's just. 
she's like people to know that it's her house she barks and runs away she's not very yeah exactly exactly i shouldn't tell people this but like if you ever break into my house um rupert will give you like a couple good barks and he's like a big dog so they're they're scary like they're big booming barks but like the second you pet him he's your shadow he will follow you around for the rest of the day wagging his tail fucking glued to you he's like i will show you the worst guard dog money Yeah, he's like, wait, you, you want jewelry? Yeah. <laughs> I know where that is. TV's this way. <laughs> God, so he's like, he's like kind of a good do- guard dog in that, you know, if someone is scared of dogs and they hear that first bark, like, they'll probably run away. But beyond mm. that, like, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, like, Kylo's like, she has like, her bark can get pretty loud and aggressive in a sense. But like, she'll bark at you and then run away and hide. Yeah. So... It's I fine. Mean, I would... It's our our guard our guard dogs are uh, grade A yeah. vicious beasts. <laughs> but also, good luck breaking into like my home because I'm home all the time and I'll just like break your neck. So it's fine. How many bats do you have in various places? Three, and they're all metal. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you have to you have to keep your uh... house safe. I don't have guns. I have bats. <laughs> <laughs> it's more personal. Honestly, a bat's probably more scary because then like it kills you slower and yeah. it hurts a lot more. When I first started driving, my dad put a bat in my trunk, and I was like, I can't carry that around. It's considered that. a weapon. And so he threw a baseball and a glove in there, and he's like, yeah, now it's not that's a weapon. That's so fucking funny. Yeah. That's so fucking funny. So I, I don't really have anything in my car that's like a weapon. I just got blankets. <laughs> I have to get you a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. <Birthday's> coming up. <laughs> <laughs> get a baseball bat and some, a baseball glove and a baseball. Oh what a wild i yeah well shit that's what we've been up to is slowly losing our minds and aging and sagging boobs and (laughs) god i'm so disappointed in myself now i can't stop staring at them (laughs) your boobs are great i love your boobs they're They're great yeah yeah so um maybe we should get into the episode before it gets any more chaotic than it already is um why do you guys still listen to us comment on the post tell us down below (laughs) Um, so I don't know if you guys remember, but the last episode I did was about a con artist and I unintentionally did another con artist this week because I don't know, I was just into it. So nobody dies in this story either. Um, I just really liked this story for some reason. I don't know what it is about this chick, but I always found her fascinating and she makes me want to do crime. So we're going to talk about Anna Delvey. She does. So um, I always associate her with like Gossip Girl for some reason. I don't know if it's because she was like based in New York and she was just like the the type of crime she committed was very Gossip Girl-esque. But I I don't know. I always thought she was like really smart at what she did. Is she the Russian girl? She's my hero. She's the Russian okay. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I literally named the episode XOXO Gossip Girl. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to talk about Anna Delvey, a.k.a. Anna Sorokin. Um, so Anna Delvey was a socialite that popped up into the scene in New York around 2016 or so. Um, no one really knew where she came from. She just kind of made her way into social circles and flaunted her wealth. Uh, she had been living at the 11 Howard Hotel, which was a boutique hotel that had recently uh, opened in Soho uh she befriended the concierge there a woman named oh i didn't look up the pronunciation we're already there uh nefatari davis who went by neff um anna had been at the hotel for over a month renting a room for 400 bucks a night and that wasn't even their most expensive room that was like one of their like mid-tier rooms that that was the grossest part of the story for me was like wait that was mid-tier um and it's 400 dollars a night 
So she became known around the hotel for her generous tipping. Everybody got $100 bills from Anna. Uh, The concierge, taxi drivers, food delivery guys, anybody who crossed her path basically got a $100 bill from her. Uh, No one really knew how she came into her wealth, uh, but there were several stories floating around. In every version of the story, Anna came to America from Germany. Uh, Some people heard that her father ran a hugely successful solar panel business. Some said he was a German diplomat to Russia. Some thought she just had, like, old money. Like, they just had generational family wealth, which is something I aspire to have someday. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's not too late, right? Um, No one really questioned her because it's not uncommon to see, like, rich Nepo babies all over New York. So they just kind of, like, accepted her. Nepo baby? Uh, So nepotism is basically, like... Like if if I had my yeah you don't Mm -hmm. have to work for it so like people who hire their kids at their jobs and like stuff like that like that's nepotism and like Mm -hmm. right now it's all of the like actors and singers kids who are all now like models and shit the Kardashians are kind of nepo babies in a weird way. Um, My favorite is like when I think it's like Haley Bieber is that her name? Yeah, walks around with like the T-shirt version of it. I'm like, who the fuck are you? No one even knows who you are. Like, stop. She, yeah, her her career kind of fizzled. She married Justin Bieber, and that's going to be her claim to fame for for now. I hope there's no like fans on here. Don't don't send us hate mail. Um, I just think it's funny. so. Yeah. Everybody just kind of, like, accepted her into their circle. They're like, oh, you're rich? Perfect. Come hang out with us. So uh, she was very well connected. She had interned at a European magazine called Purple. And through this, she gained (laughs) many connections and began hosting lavish dinners and events all at the New York hotspots. Celebrities, CEOs, socialites, athletes, you name it. They were all at her events, even though nobody really knew who she was. Um, She has money. It's fine. She can come. Yeah. In 2017, Anna announced she was preparing to launch her first business. It was going to be a chain of clubs with locations in L.A., London, Hong Kong, and Dubai. The funds for the... This part I kind of didn't really understand, so if I butchered it, don't quote me. Uh, So the funds from the club were going to be used to funnel into a charity, uh, which would be called the Anna Delvey Fund. Uh, It was supposed to be like a... uh, Like a charity for like arts, like funding the arts and stuff like that. Okay. so Neff from the hotel was hired on as secretary and would organize fundraising dinners and parties on Anna's behalf. Anna had an old friend who worked for his family's real estate company. He had allegedly helped her get a lease on the perfect space for her first club. The building's owner, Abby Rosen, owned other properties that had become privately owned clubs as well. So it was like a great business fit. Uh, Strangely enough, Abby Rosen also owned the 11 Howard Hotel where Anna had been living for like a year at this point. Um, So a project of this size requires a shit ton of money. And although Anna had an estimated $25 million net worth, she would need to secure an additional $25 million in funding to make it happen. So she started contacting like private uh, private investors and, and newspapers looking for like investors basically into her business Mm -hmm. she ended up making a connection at a financial firm who helped put her in contact with some of the biggest financial institutions in the u.s like the city national bank and fortress investment group um honestly (laughs) this is so funny how i wrote this honestly i'm dumb and i don't speak finance so this next part comes directly from an article in the cut her finance guy wrote these instructions saying quote our client anna delvey is undertaking a very exciting redevelopment of 281 Park Avenue South, backed in by a marquee team for this type of venue and space. 
Uh, he wrote, uh, so she needed the loan because quote, her personal assets are quite substantial, are located outside of the U S some of them in trust with the UBS outside the U S uh, the money she received, he added would be quote, fully secured by a letter of credit from the Swiss bank. Hmm. Um, when the banker at the city national asked to see the UBS statements, he received a list of figures from a man named Peter W. Henneke. Uh, and he said, quote, please use these for your projections for now. I'll send the physical statements on Monday. Um, obviously, the physical statements never came. Yeah. So. And projections can be like, like a projection's not an actual like. It's like fudge statement. numbers, essentially. Like, we think we have this much. Yeah. And it's like if you have like a business and you want to like say this is what we expect to earn in three years, that's what a projection is. So. Yeah. So basically, they were trying to say Anna was rich as shit and but they didn't have anything to back it up. Like you can literally so make while it this Excel, was... so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. Um, so while all of this was going on back at the 11 Howard hotel, Neff had a surprise visit from Abby Rosen's son, Charlie. So the owner of the hotel, his son, uh, Neff casually mentioned that he, that she went to see the building that Charlie's father was going to lease to Anna, but Charlie was confused. His father never mentioned this project to him and he had never heard of Anna Delvey. Neff was like, well, that's weird because she lives here. And then, uh, so Charlie asked like what room she was staying in and she told her the room and he replied, quote, if my dad has someone buying property from him staying here, would she be in a deluxe or would she be in a suite? And Neff kind of had like an aha moment there. She's like, wait, if, Anna is this rich ass businesswoman making a deal with the literal owner of this hotel. Why isn't she staying in like the best suite? Why is she in like one of the mid tier rooms? Yeah. So she's, she kind of was like WTF. So she asked Anna about it and she's like, what, like, why are you not in like the best room? Like, that's kind of weird. And Anna shrugged it off saying she didn't need any favors and was happy with her deluxe room. She asked Neff to go to dinner later that night, which Neff agreed to. Uh, usually Anna would pay for dinner, uh, whenever she took Neff out and it was, it was not unusual for the pair to end up with like a $400 bill or more. Um, so that night their bill was like well over 400 bucks. Anna gave her credit card to the waiter, but it was declined. She laughed it off and gave him another card, but that one was declined too. She ended up giving the waiter a written list of various credit card numbers to try. And uh, so he went off to like the, you know, like the hostess podium thing. Yeah. He went over there to like manually punch them all in one by one. Um, Neff remembered seeing him like shaking his head the whole time. Like he was confused. Not one of the 12 credit cards went through. (laughs) Neff decided to cover the bill, but she wasn't rich like Anna. So the bill was like a pretty big hit to her. She actually had to transfer money from her savings to pay for it. Like while she was sitting there. Um, but Anna, Anna promised she would reimburse her and she did. Oh my God. What? What? It says my meeting's going to end in 10 minutes. Oh, good. We might have to hang up and call back. Okay. We'll figure it out. Okay. I'm going to try to speed through this. Um, so the next day... Sorry, guys. We're on Zoom in case Danielle leaves that part in. There was a whole clusterfuck before this. Bear with us. Um, so Anna promised she would reimburse her, and she did. She gave Neff over $600 in cash the next day. A few days after this, a hotel manager called down Neff and asked for help with a, quote, delicate issue. There was no credit card on file. What just happened? Are you still there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, something just popped up on my screen. Okay. Um, so there was no credit card on file for um, for Anna's account. Sorry, I lost my spot. And so they needed one for her to pay for her latest tab. Uh, the hotel was newly built when Anna arrived, and because she was a friend of the client 
a friend and client of the owner, they accepted a wire transfer for the first payment, but the wire transfer actually never arrived, and now Anna owed the hotel $30,000. Holy shit. Neff yeah neff took anna aside in the hotel lobby and told her the situation anna promised neff a wire transfer was on the way and she left for the day she stopped by later that day and told neff a gift was coming for her that evening anna had bought her a case of 1975 dom perignon to be shared amongst the hotel staff most people were stoked but management found that to be in poor taste considering the amount she still owed them yeah so she received a call that night saying they would have no choice but to lock her out of her room if she didn't pay her thirty thousand dollar bill by some miracle a wire transfer from Citibank came through the next day and covered the entire charge after that anna took off on a spur of the moment trip to omaha which not Random my top choice in vacation yeah, um while on that trip the hotel realized that she had still not given them a working credit card they just she just sent the wire transfer but no actual credit card to hold the account yet so they followed through on their warning, and while she was still away, they changed the lock code on her door and moved her personal items into storage. Neff texted Anna to let her know what was happening, and Anna flew back home in a rage. She chewed out the hotel workers and said she was going to, quote, purchase web domains in all of the manager's names, which is like the oddest threat I've ever heard, but I guess it would cost them money if she opened domains in their name to, like, I don't know. That's so Weirdest odd. Weirdest threat. Uh, so she told them she'd be moving out permanently once she got back from her $7,000 per night trip to Morocco. Oh, must be nice. Uh, she she asked Neff uh, to join her and a writer from Vanity Fair named Rachel Williams and also her personal trainer on the trip. Neff really wanted to go, but her mother gave her advice saying, quote, nothing in life is free and kind of gave Neff like a sinking tummy feeling. So she actually decided to stay home from that trip. Um, it ended up being a good decision because the group had gotten food poisoning while there and most of them flew back home within two days. Oh, About a week later, Anna's trainer, a, a lady named Casey Duke, received a frantic call from Anna. Anna was sobbing, saying she was stuck at the Four Seasons in Casablanca due to a problem with her bank. Her credit cards weren't working and the hotel was threatening uh, to call the police on her. Casey tried to offer her credit card number, but that didn't work either. So she called her bank and tried again, but there was still no luck. She even went as far as like calling a third friend who didn't even know Anna was like, yo, can I borrow your credit card for this? And the friend said, yes, not I. (laughs) Absolutely not. I would do it for like you or like Emma maybe. But like if you're like, hey, this random person that I kind of know, I'd be like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I'd be like, (laughs) oh, that's too bad. Bye. Uh, but luckily her friend's card didn't work either so the hotel worker thought it must have been a problem on their end and they ended up letting Anna go with like a promise that she would wire transfer them the funds um so Casey helped arrange a flight home to New York for Anna and before hanging up Anna asked quote can you get me first class stop it the audacity (laughs) um A few days later, Anna arrived at 11 Howard to collect her belongings. She told everyone she was moving down to the uh, Beekman Hotel, which is another, like, swanky hotel in New York. She ended up getting kicked out of that one, too, for failing to provide a credit card. She owed them almost $12,000 for her 20-day stay. Uh, Next, she moved on to the W Hotel, but only lasted two days there before they kicked her out, too. Jeez. On top of her living situation... Uh, she had hired like a designer to do branding work for her business that she was 
uh, starting and she never paid them. So they were chasing her down for almost $17,000. Uh, she had promised him a wire transfer, but it had not arrived. He had been trying to contact her f- financial advisor, Peter Henneke, from earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd been trying to reach out to him for over a year, but the emails just kept bouncing back. Anna ended up telling him that Peter had died, so the funds must have gotten messed up and she'll handle it herself. Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> plot twist. Peter wasn't real. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> By July of 2017, Anna was basically homeless and stranded in New York. She was spotted on the streets several times, still wearing her designer's clothes. Um, she was like, uh, like in you know, page six, like the paps and every the paparazzi no. and shit. There's like pictures of her in like designer clothes with like all of her bags, just like on the streets in New York, just bumming it out. Um, <laughs> So she showed up at her trainer Casey's apartment one night, desperate for help. She asked if she could crash with her for a few days, but Casey was was hesitant. Uh, Anna's problems had become like buzz in in New York City. Everybody kind of knew that some shit was going down, and Casey didn't want to be involved in the mess. She asked if Anna had any any family she could reach out to, and instead Anna replied, "Quote: I just don't want to be alone. I might do something." So she was like guilting her into like letting her stay there. Yeah. So she agreed. She let her stay the night. But the following morning, Casey told her she simply could not have her living there. She let Anna borrow a dress and sent her on her way. A little while later, Casey realized Anna had left her laptop behind and she felt like it was a trap. Like she was going to get a call later being like, oh, I got to come pick up my laptop and then just like talk her way into staying there. I was like, yeah, never leave. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, so <laughs> Reminds me of someone I used to be friends with. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um so casey was smart and brought the laptop down to the lobby explained the situation and told anna she could pick it up at the front desk later that night the doorman called to let casey know anna was in the lobby he had told anna that casey wasn't home per her instructions but anna insisted that she sit and wait for her to return and she waited and waited until shortly after midnight when she eventually got up and left casey was horrified at the whole situation it's giving mad stalker vibes um so later that month, Anna whole, Anna's whole messy business was broadcast. Blah, 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 take two. Later that month, Anna's whole messy business was broadcast across New York when the hotels decided to file charges against her for theft of services. The headline of the New York Post read, quote, wannabe socialite busted for skipping out on pricey hotel bills. Um, Anna reached out to Casey for support during this time, but Casey refused to house her. Instead, she called up their group of friends and hosted an intervention of sorts with Anna. They all met at a restaurant and questioned Anna about her financial mess. Anna kept deflecting, saying through tears that, quote, I'll have enough money to pay everyone once I get the lease signed, referring to the lease on the club that she was allegedly signing. Casey had to be the one to break it to her, though. The building Anna was scouting had already been rented out to a company called Photographiska. that company um anna replied quote that's fake news so no to trump anna said it first um the so the loose threads just kind of kept unraveling while they were talking and uh while being investigated for her hotel charges the whole story came to light anna had been making fraudulent wire transfers and check deposits across multiple financial institutions since november 2016 um again i don't speak money so from the cut quote Anna submitted documents claiming a net worth of 60 million pounds in Swiss accounts to City National Bank in pursuit of a $22 million loan. The following month, she submitted the same documents to Fortress in an attempt to secure a $25 million to $35 million loan. 
After the bank asked her for $100,000 to perform due diligence, she convinced a representative at City National Bank to extend a $100,000 line of credit to her, which she then wired to Fortress. Then, apparently uh, spooked by Fortress's decision to send representatives to Switzerland to personally check her assets, she withdrew herself from the process halfway through, uh, wiring the remaining 55000 into a Citibank account that she used for personal expenses. Then in April, she deposited $160,000 worth of bad checks into the same account, managing to withdraw $70,000 before uh, they were like found out. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a minute left. Do you want to try to hang up and call back? Yeah. 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 How do okay. I do that? We'll do see I if have that to works. do like a new thing? Like meeting ID or whatever? Uh, I'll start a meeting and then I think I can just send you an e- uh, one from there. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. I'll text you if I need to. Okay. Toodles. This is going to be so funny in editing. It's just like a big chunk of silence. Hi, Danielle. This is going to test to see if you're actually editing. (laughs) Trying to figure out the meeting now. If you heard that, that was my neck cracking.
okay we back we're back okay um i don't remember the last so seventy thousand dollars before they figured it out uh so that's how she managed to pay off 11 howard hotel was the the fraudulent checks yeah um in may anna convinced the company blade to charter her a thirty-five thousand dollar jet to omaha by sending them a form a forged confirmation for a wire transfer from a dutch bank Rachel Williams, City National, and others also received phony wire transfer receipts, which a representative of the bank identified as forged. Anna's, quote, family advisor, the late Peter Henneke, seems to have been a fictional character. His cell phone number belonged to a now-defunct burner phone from a supermarket in New York. Um, end quote. As all of this was unraveling, Anna managed to skip town on a trip to California, somehow, while being blown up in the press about her massive massive wire fraud convenient. um i'm not sure if so, sorry is that all oh, that's convenient yeah <laughs> so i'm not sure uh if she ended up being like a patient at this place or if she just happened to be there at this time but she ended up being arrested outside of passages in malibu which is a well-known rehab center um like on intervention they always ended up at passages okay. in malibu so I don't know if she was a patient there or if she was just in the area, but that's where she was arrested. They flew her back to New York to face six counts of grand larceny and attempted grand larceny on top of the pending theft of services charges from the hotels. On May 9th, 2019, Anna was sentenced to, quote, four to 12 years in Rikers Island prison, fined $24,000 in order to pay restitution to her victims. She ended up being released in 2021 on good behavior. And I'm pretty sure that's how she's like started working. She's working on like a documentary about herself or something. There's going to be a movie or something about her. Um, so the real Anna was named Anna Sorokin, and she was born in Russia in 1991. She moved to Germany in 2007 when she was 16 with her family. Uh, her family members were tracked down by the New York press, but they asked to remain anonymous because their small village hadn't heard about this yet, and they didn't want Anna to embarrass them back home. Mm-hmm. Um, so the family did speak to the press a little bit, and her father revealed that while they did support her financially to an extent, they were not by any stretch rich. Um, there was no inheritance, no solar panels, nothing. They were just kind of like your average middle-class family. Um, her family supported her when she graduated high school in, uh, 2011. So she ended up, she moved to London for college before dropping out and also moving to Berlin and then Paris to study fashion. And they paid for her rent and helped her with groceries while she was in school. But other than that, like they didn't really do much, any of the things that she said that they were doing. Yeah. Um, During interviews in jail, Anna never admitted any guilt, although she did say she felt bad about what happened with her friends. She said, quote, I'm very upset that things went the way that 
or sorry that things went that way and I didn't mean for it to happen but I really can't do anything about it being in here so her biggest frustration was not the shit ton of money she owed people or the like wire fraud or anything she didn't like how she was portrayed in the press as a wannabe socialite she said quote I was never trying to be a socialite I had dinners but they were work dinners I wanted to be taken seriously Mm, and sure you did so Anna now is out of prison, uh, out of jail, and working on, I think, a docu-series of some sort about her life. and Or it's already out, and I don't know, because I'm behind on things. But either way, I kind of want to watch it. She sounds wild. I wonder how long she it's going to take until she wild. starts, like, faking more shit. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, right away. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Absolutely. But I kind of, I don't know why. I love that story. I don't know what it is. If it's just the like frauding rich people where I'm like, that doesn't seem like that bad of a crime. Like, but also like the fact that she a bunch, like, like got away with it for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, like years. That's wild. And to the extent that she got away with it too. Like she was like, like secu- she didn't secure the lease, but like people thought she was securing leases. She was going on like seven thousand dollar a night hotel trips and like she was partying with like a-list celebrities and stuff she was always on the um, like the page six spread and everything like she like people knew who she was and she was still just frauding everybody left right and center it's fucking wild man i don't know i aspire to be like her to be honest you are hilarious (laughs) (laughs) that is how much money does she owe people do we know like a total um, i don't know so her her fine is twenty four thousand dollars, but there is restitution i don't know if that's the hotels plus the individual people she frauded i didn't look into that but i can look into it get back to you but like also the hotels like just being like yeah this is fine like like, like it literally proves that like there's a lot of stupid people in this world that just- there is a lot of stupid people in this world and i think that like the instant gratification so like she tipped everybody a hundred bucks every time she walked in a room you know what i mean so like people at the front desk hundred bucks guy carrying her bag upstairs hundred bucks you know what i mean so it's like why are they gonna want to question her like she's just like oh she's the nice girl that lives in the hotel the nice rich girl she gave me a hundred bucks so like whatever she must be rich yeah yeah she's wild i I liked her (laughs) i'm not gonna lie i liked her i remember there was supposed to be like a movie coming out about it yeah, there's. Let me see if we're gonna do a quick googs, a quick googs in a Delvey movie. Inventing Anna on Netflix. So it came out last year, and I'm late. I don't know if this is the one she was involved with. Oh, Shonda Rhimes did it, so it's probably good. Who's Shonda Rhimes? Uh, she did Grey's Anatomy. Oh. <clears throat> yeah i don't know if that's oh i'm watching a trailer i don't want to watch a trailer no <laughs> no i don't know if she's involved with that one but that one's out and oh you can purchase her artwork apparently oh good <laughs> on, according to where do her. the funds go right according to her instagram she has an instagram <laughs> apparently i don't know if it's real but it's her name <laughs> i don't know i liked her i thought she was wild i thought she was fun i thought she was just trying to have a good time <laughs> And she didn't get away with it. Yeah, no, she legit has an Instagram. Amazing. Yeah, I don't know. I think she's an icon. (laughs) I'm just looking at, like, her, like, her photos, and it's just hilarious. 
Like when she was like in court, she looks like a 12 year old. Someone, uh, I didn't include this in the episode, but there was like a quote from this other guy. I didn't mention that she scammed and he like called her plain looking. He's like, I don't understand how she got so famous because she's like really boring to look at. And I was like, oh my God, shade. <laughs> like, yeah. Just go right for her throat. Why don't you? Jeez. Yeah. That is so funny. But yeah, that's Anna Delvey. Um, I already have written the next episode and I'm very excited for it. Um, well, you're like 10 steps ahead of me. I had time on my hands this week, but it's a doozy. It's not like a happy episode by any any stretch of the terms, but it's like the first time in a while where I've been like, yo, what the fuck? Yo, it's spooky so, season, so we have to start it off yeah, with absolutely. a bang, right? Absolutely. Um, I'm not talking Speaking about- of spooky season. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not- you're not talking about anything spooky? <laughs> not really. But um, I had to talk about it because like we want to do like conspiracy theories, right? So yeah, I obviously. mean it's not really a conspiracy theory. It's kind of like what the fuck is this? But I want to talk about the Stonehenge. Oh, fun! Yeah, so it's basically like this big rock like monument that's found in Salisbury Plain, um, which what is in England. Uh, it's one of like the biggest archaeological archaeological mysteries of this world i said it nailed it right you did the second time yeah (laughs) the second time not the first time definitely not (laughs) so no one knows how these were like were created because they're like 13 feet tall and like how they're put together and it's like it almost looks like a spiral um yeah and what they're used for um when i first saw it i thought like someone tried to like build a house or something and just like failed miserably I'm not sure, but like people, that kind of makes sense. Actually, yeah. it's kind of in the shape of like, yeah. But I think people like people are fascinated by it, and I think it's just like more of the fact that, and no one has any idea why the fuck they're just sitting in the middle of a hill. Yeah, and uh, I don't think it's like a like pretty. You know what I mean? Like people no. travel from around the world to go take pictures of it and stuff. I'm like, it's just rocks, bro. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know, but we have to talk about it, right? So yeah um so like i said it's kind of like a circle kind of looks like a spiral and like it's like bigger rocks on the outside and i think like smaller rocks on the inside um but again like 13 feet high some archaeological wow some archaeological yeah you should have used any other word there right (laughs) these people believe that these stones were made around 3000 bc um, I don't know how they determine that. It has something to do with like radiocarbon, but like I'm not sciencey, so I didn't go into it. Um, but you lost me like before you even finished that sentence. Yeah, <laughs> this monument is actually very protected, and it's considered an, uh, like a like a cultural icon at this point. Um, is it one of the world wonder? No, those mm. are all natural, right? Yeah, I think so. But it's like one of okay. the top ten. Like, mm-hmm. mon- I don't know. Um, it's, it's always a windows background so you know it's like serious yeah, business literally yeah <laughs> i'm pretty sure because we have like the google chromecast and, and like ours change like, like yeah. different artwork sometimes or different pictures. is it one of them one of them's <laughs> popped up at one point yeah <laughs> um so it's been a protected monument since 1882 and, which is like wild but um and yeah. it's and i'm pretty sure it's owned by the crown typical of course yeah and the surrounding area is also protected as well so it's basically it. It's a fun rock circle, but I want to get <laughs> it's like that guy's like I like rocks. <laughs> I'm not dumb. I just like rocks. <laughs> um, <Me. laughs> um, but I just want to get into theories behind like what the fuck these are and like what they could have been used for, like the speculation behind it, because it really is like a huge mystery, right? 
Like, yeah. They were obviously put there. It's not like they were it's like, like the white people pyramids. Absolutely, yeah. And they yeah. did a terrible fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> so the first theory is actually like a burial site. So okay, there's a theory that this rock formation again is a burial site. Um, apparently, there was like bone fragments exhumed at the site almost a century ago, but at that time they thought it wasn't of importance, so they like reburied them. Um, but then since then they've oh, been so they found remains and they were like this can't mean anything. Yeah, let's let's put them back <laughs> just in case. Um, but since then they've been re-exhumed and these bone like the bones have and they've been. Fi- they have found more than 50,000 bones, um, oh, wow. which equals to 63 people. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you did that math because I was like, that's got to be like 100 oh, people. I didn't do that math. <laughs> Somebody else did that math. I'm glad you had that <laughs> the math. math. There we go. <laughs> um, so they believe it was both men, women, and um, there was also a child. I believe it was like an infant. Um, buried oh. there so they believe these people may have been of like high up like political figures or like like religious like leaders kind of deal or like part of like a family i don't know could it have been like a village like the way that we said that it kind of looked like they were failing at building houses yeah maybe it was like a village that got wiped out could have been but i think they were like placed like it was a grave oh, like nicely yeah okay yeah um so the stones kind of could represent like a gravestone in a way. Um, mm-hmm. But they're like these, the ones that are like in the inner circle part are called blue stones. So they're not as like big. Um, so they're like the smaller stones. And they think those are like the grave markers. I'm yawning. I'm tired. <laughs> no. <laughs> Guys, it's past our bedtimes. Way past our bedtime. Um, so yeah, they think these, those, the smaller stones are kind of more like grave markers yeah which is like a fair theory totally could like this makes sense yeah what if like each rock represented somebody like have we counted yeah. how many rocks there are like are there 63 rocks <laughs> <laughs> um is there one rock per 300 bones right <laughs> um the next theory is that it's like a place to go and heal so some suggest that the stonehenge itself actually has like oh. healing properties Okay. Um, so it's said that some of the bodies recovered from the site show sign of like injury or illness. And some of the stones also seem to have like been chipped away. So they're like, they think the stones were taken, like the pieces of those stones were taken as like a talisman to like help you deal. Like how like white okay. girls love their crystals. Yeah, I would love our crystals. <laughs> I literally put that in the thing and I put in brackets, sorry, Holly. So <laughs> <laughs> I love my crystals. <laughs> But like, it, like that. So in my defense, I don't think that crystals actually like fix your life. Mm. I just think they're pretty. And honestly, at this point, anything that gives me hope, <laughs> like, like you just kind of cling mean, to it. it, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not naive. I don't think putting a crystal on my forehead is gonna like fix my life. <laughs> if you find a crystal that can like help heal like the bitch line in my forehead, let me know. Yo, the bitch line's getting so, so real. Mine is I have so one bad. Right here. That's mine. I ha- it's like permanent line. And it? so I I notice when I'm like squinting. Just for reference, we're squinting at each other on Zoom right we now. Are. Yeah. <laughs> we're comparing so our So I bitch notice lines. that when I do it and then I stop, it like stays now. And I'm like, oh, God, yeah. it's Botox clock. That's what we should get each other for Christmas is just Botox <gasps> injections. I love that. Let's yeah, do let's it. Let's do it. <laughs> It'll be great. I told Stuart I'm getting Botox. He's like, whatever, filter your boat, man. I don't care. 
as long like you know what a little bit goes a long way i think for us right now i don't need like a like a sheena shea like no you know no i literally just want it like right in my bitch line so people can stop just fix my bitch line yeah i mean i'm always gonna look like i'm a bitch because shoe fits but (laughs) the line doesn't have to be there you know um it shows my age and i don't like it um but yeah so okay with the smile lines it's just the bitch line i don't have those because i don't smile (laughs) (laughs) can't relate can't relate to that one um so yeah these stones are said to have like some type of like healing power but like also like if they like exhume those bodies and are like wow they have like injury and illness and they have healing powers like obviously it didn't fucking work yeah (laughs) like you know so the way i interpreted it when you said like healing is that they like brought their sick and elderly there as a like healing ground like if they bring them here it's magically gonna heal them oh my god it's like their own little like that it was like palliative care kind of deal yes but like a magical one you know what i mean (laughs) this is getting fucked but um like they bring them there and it's supposed to cure them just being there like it's a sacred ground kind of thing but the ones who were like buried there just like they were too late didn't make it kind of thing oh my god that's just like how i interpreted it it's like you take like your sick family member there and they're like this is how we heal you and then they end up dying and you're like well that obviously didn't work like four steps away you're like fuck yeah that's wild that's like that's what I'm picturing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have, like, those people, like, now that are, like, mm-hmm. people are dying and they're, like, I won't even give them Tylenol. And I'm, like, why are you letting them suffer? Like, it's so mean. Anyways, um, totally off the topic. But, yeah, apparently they have, like, healing power. So, like, yo, white girls go crazy. Go to England and go see these rocks. <laughs> Catch me chipping some off yeah, You're, like, let me just take this. <laughs> you just win the lottery, like, the next day. um so there's another one that's called a celestial like observatory um some theorize these stones were built to align with the sun on the winter solstice so this is kind of backed up because there is um uh an archaeological evidence that that say pigs were apparently like killed at like all these pigs were like killed on these rocks in the winter months so like december and january and so they theorize it was done for like rituals or like celebrations around the winter solstice. Christmas which, dinner, like yeah, right. Like by the way, my birthday's on the winter solstice, so they're yeah, just celebrating I always my, like that. They were celebrating my birthday. <laughs> yeah, um, by killing. <laughs> I know a pig. what we're doing this year. <laughs> <laughs> I could never. I could never. <laughs> no, we can fake it. I'm just gonna bring you bacon. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's the thing. Is like I can like I eat meat. But like I can't. I, yeah. Do you, you did did you also try to go vegetarian in high school? I tried it. I did I, it for a while. Yeah, I lasted until I came home and my dad made like a big pan of shrimp, and I was like, "Well, like I'm eating that." Like, yeah, we'll just be like a pescatarian. I could do pescatarian easily. Pescatarian. There we go. Pescatarian. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> I don't. I don't really eat red meat, and my doctor will attest to that. So. I eat... Holly, why do you have bruises everywhere and have no iron in your body? I don't know. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. Weird. (laughs) Ask my iron pills why they aren't doing their job. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even take them. So, God. No. Holly. uh, I heard they taste bad, so I just, I legit haven't even tried. Holly. Holly. I've just been eating spinach. (laughs) You don't, like, chew it. You just swallow it. Didn't your mom teach you to swallow? mom mode on me. Yeah. (laughs) 
holy well, like that's like the dumbest thing i've ever heard i'm not taking my iron pills because they taste bad like are you kidding me holly anyway stonehenge just take like a glass of orange juice and drink some orange juice first then like drink oh that God. and then like take okay. your meds <laughs> You're you're taking. I've obviously you, just been eating spinach. That's not obviously not helping you. you. Fucking. It's not. You should see my legs right now. Like fuck, Popeye. Like that's not gonna save you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. <laughs> oh, there's tears in my eyes. That is honestly the funniest oh. thing you've ever told me. <laughs> I don't take it because it tastes bad. Okay, well, there's other things you do that taste oh, bad. Up and die, it's fine. Yeah. Like. Holly's actually that alien in the cat in the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happened when you don't take your iron pills. <laughs> oh, oh god. Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> That's what I'm getting you for your birthday. Fucking iron pills. You have some at home p- right now. No, no. You don't. I was gonna no. tell you. If you go take I think it, I. Right. I think I maybe bought one bottle like five years ago, and I was like, "Eh." I'm like, I'm gonna fight you. Listen, I'm still alive, so. I mean, barely, barely. You're like hanging on. Uh, I'm sweating from laughing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll move on. Um, okay. Um, but yeah, so they like determine that these pigs are like slaughtered. <laughs> And think it's for, like, ritual or, like, celebrations around the winter solstice. Don't ask me how they fucking figured that out. Like, because this all, like, always all made, like, 3000 BC. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe like there's, like, ghost and pigs. Ago. And they're, like. Ghost pigs. They brought up, like, a Ouija board. But, like, what happened to you? They're, like, slaughter. <laughs> Oink. <laughs> oh, God. Like, I don't know how they do it. Bacon. Like, I do great research. Like, I don't know why you guys listen to us. This like, mine's just like, here is what happened. And I can't tell you why. You got to figure it out yourself. You know? It's part of the mystery. Yeah. But, it's like, part of the allure. Yeah. So the last theory I want to chat about, and I think it's, like, probably the most well-known. I think it's, like, one of, like, the newer theories. Um, it's that it's actually, like, a calendar. So... It's based okay. on 365 days, and you're going to... This is hilarious, because it's, like, going to be really familiar. It's divided into 12 months, consists of 30 days, and includes a leap year. Hmm. Oh, weird. <laughs> Wonder where they got that from. <laughs> um, so, basically, this theory goes off interpretations of um, astronomical connections of the monument, and it's that's what's stated by Juan Antonio Belmonte and some other scientist that i'm not gonna say his name because i'm gonna butcher it um but that's like their new theory is that it's like an actual like calendar and that's what they used as i don't know how it's a calendar and a spiral is it like how they like a sundial like you know how a sundial could tell the time i think something along those lines like a big sundial with larger gaps i don't know because it's supposed to line up with the sun yeah yeah who fucking knows honestly all of those theories sound possible that's the thing it's like i don't lean to one theory like those are the only ones i'm going to talk mm-hmm. about but i don't lean to one theory because like all of them make sense and like all of them have like their own reasons and like literally these things could have been built by 
we, can you imagine they just did it for shits and gigs like there's actually no reason behind it they just put it up because they liked it oh my god it's like those art shows where it's like it, splatter art and they're like this is great. yeah it's like one it's of those the 3000 bc version of shiplap like literally <laughs> i fucking love shiplap how dare you but yeah <laughs> literally Honestly, so i have nothing against shiplap it's just that it went from being like this cute thing to now like everybody's house has shiplap in every room and, and it's just like simmer down you know one one shiplap wall you know like and yeah that's i don't even have shiplap in my house but i agree i like how it looks especially in like a bathroom like an accent wall yeah. i like it but it's just it went everywhere you don't have nothing to... against shiplap i don't like the shiplap ceilings like that throws me for a loop have you I've seen never them? seen that. That sounds horrible. Yeah. I, like, I'd be, like, looking up and I'd be, like, living in, like, a jail cell or something. I don't know. It's this generation's version of the popcorn ceiling. <laughs> Literally. Also, whoever designed popcorn ceiling, I hate you because it's in my house, too. And it's just, like, asbestos at this point. So I think we still have it. I don't... I don't know if we... I don't remember the last time I looked at my ceilings, but I know yeah. we used to. Mm-hmm. And as kids, we would always, like, pick, pick at it, it. Like, stand on the couch and pick at it really you that's probably explains what's wrong with you because it's probably asbestos like at that it's point fine, there was asbestos in popcorn the wire and asbestos it. poisoning yeah you're doing great over there i'm i'm great yeah it's great who needs childhood trauma when you have asbestos in low iron i got that too though yeah, i know shit you're just like uh oh. like a whole collection in one that's you're like the best package I'm a masterpiece <laughs> but like some also say these like rock formations are aliens because like run rocks like are they themselves are aliens no like aliens like designed it kind of like like oh. a you know like a crop circle but like with rocks a rock circle <laughs> yeah because there's like theories that how the pyramids were built by aliens too right so yeah i've heard that i've heard that so maybe they like moved on and or maybe like the stonehenge was like the aliens first attempt as that at like some like archaeological thing and then they like left and got better technology came back and then did the pyramids and And like the the pyramids this is so much better we're so smart (laughs) you know or it's like like different uh alien i don't is tribe the word like different like types of aliens yeah and they're like i'm claiming this land and then they're like no i'm claiming this land so that's like they're like monument maybe is ours niagara falls like- is ours niagara i fucking hope not like dear it was the frankie tomatoes leading like, tower of pizza that's what it was yeah absolutely um uh, if you're from the gta you'll get that joke but also if like those mexican or they were those aliens found in peru they, they were uh so i think it was both so there was the those ones that were recently in the news the other day which we we will talk about that one day. Yeah. Um, Danielle and I have been shitting her pants laughing so at it. Um, but then there was there was another one found in... Oh, no, no, no. There was another one found in Serbia okay. that looked similar. But there, it was like a like a viral video. Like, it was never actually, like, brought in front of, like, okay. an audience or anything. There was, like, a... Vi- and they look similar. But that being said, it looks like a... F- it looks like fucking E.T. Like... Yeah. Do you... Okay. It looks like someone looked at a fucking alien from a movie and made a paper mache out of that alien. Right? It's, like, there was one that was, like, when your clay go Like, this is what your clay looks like when it goes into... Like, before it goes into Yo, the kiln. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I fucking pissed myself. <laughs> I was, like, it's so true. But, like, imagine those guys are, like, like two foot tall. Imagine those things They're trying so to fucking put these rocks up the 13 feet. Like, come on. 
Unless they have like mind powers and you know. Oh my god, like the glowing alien from the <laughs> Mr. <Simpsons>. Burns. <laughs> yeah, is, that, is it Mr. Burns? <laughs> That's a, yeah. I come in peace. <laughs> Guys, we've solved it. Mr. Burns did the Stonehenge. Oh. That's it. Oh, I lo- that's one of my favorite references to make is Mr. Burns as the alien. Oh, God. Um, I've, I've seen multiple tattoos of, of him, and I'm thinking about it. I'm not. I'm not, but... Please do it. <laughs> why not? What's stopping you? You know what? Why not? Right? Like, like... YOLO, as the kids say. No one says that. I'm, you just did. Do you I remember did, when there was a, a time kid, so... when we used to actually say, like, the word, like, LOL? I'm pretty sure I, like, did that, like, last year. Oh, we year. still do, but I think we just do out of, like, habit, or at least I still do. Yeah. Out of, like, habit. But, yeah, no, we used to, we used to say LOL. LOL. Okay, bye. Yeah, like, <laughs> why are we so gross? Like, I hate us. Uh, anyways, we have once again went way off topic. Yeah. Uh, th- this is just us. This is what we do. We spiral. <laughs> We're like the Stonehenge, but, like, cooler. <laughs> We are the personification of Stonehenge. Yeah, we actually made those. We are the aliens. <laughs> um. Anyways, if you've successfully made it to the end of this episode, congratulations! Come be our friend. You deserve like a million dollars. <laughs> I can't give that. I don't to have you. that. But if I did, but <laughs> yeah, if I did, I wouldn't give it to you. But like, I, the thought counts, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, come hang out with us. Our Instagram is a spooky hour podcast. The Twitter's at spooky hour and the email is the spooky hour podcast 666 at gmail.com which i haven't checked like all summer that's fine sorry we're on a break it's like that friends reference that i don't understand because i never watched friends we were on a break (laughs) no we were on a break (laughs) but yeah send us your spooky tales yeah we'll see about i don't know if we'll get to throw one together before halloween we might it could happen we'll see yeah we'll see if you give us some like really good juicy ones then maybe we could throw something together yeah if you have any Um, like um suggestions on how holly can get iron let her know (laughs) fuck off (laughs) everybody's just gonna comment and be like take iron pills literally they don't taste bad you're like Stuart when it comes to pills you'd be like taking like this little tiny like tylenol and be like it's a horse pill and i'm like just fucking swallow it carl's the same way carl can't take pills he literally had it's the most painful thing he like sips and then puts it in and then like sips again and he's like like choking i'm like bro i literally don't feel bad for anyone that's like that i could take like four aleve at the same time (laughs) like Like, seriously do you know what tastes bad aleve (laughs) You know what doesn't taste bad? Iron pills. Iron pills? Okay. I will look into iron pills. Like, I'm pretty sure you can get, like, iron, like, gummies that taste, like, probably, like, watermelon or something. Can you? Probably. I'd look it up, but, like, I don't have my... You're on my phone, so... Iron... I'm gonna wake up tomorrow morning to a bunch of links of iron pills. Yeah. Nature's Truth gummies. They're grape-flavored. They're iron plus supplements sponsor us nature's iron pills yes. <laughs> there's vitamin anyways friends. happy spooky season yes. stay spooky stay spooky guys bye bye <laughs>